Hey Kayla. Hi. What's up? How are What's you doing? Up? What's up? Uh, okay. So <laughs> today's topic is gonna be dating as black women. And I'm really excited for this episode because it allows us to like dive deeper into some of the issues we have when we are on the dating scene. Um, especially since, you know, on dating apps, Black women are least likely to be swiped right on. And I thought that was interesting. Um, It's actually Black women and Asian men. Asian men, yeah. Yeah. So, um, and I thought that was interesting. So I wanted to, like, sit here and talk and discuss, you know, our experiences as dating as Black women and what are some of the issues we have come across? And um, I guess we can start with an article that I actually, why are you writing this? One, two, it reinforces these stereotypes that are already placed on Black women in America. And three, Black women are not a monolith. We are all different. Um, And like, who says we wanna date like other people, you know? So I thought it was like strange. Um, It was definitely written with um, a specific gaze in mind. Um, It was almost like a how-to guide on like how to hook your first Black girl. And that was kind of like my take on it. But um, Esther had a lot more to say. (laughs) about it than I did that was disturbing that was a disturbing article yeah yeah I, mean, was, I, was, I guess it was, I was from, a, so from a certain place but um the execution was not it was not it mm-hmm. go ahead That's, the thing is at first I thought it was coming for a certain place but by the end of the article I was just mad I was just like what is going on you know I thought it was going to be funny to be honest I thought she was going to be like haha this was a joke but she was serious and I guess you also go back to how do we see ourselves in the dating culture right because a lot of black women even if we don't realize it or we don't know it we see ourselves through the eyes of others that are not black and like they make it sound like there is a problem with dating us or that dating us is outside of the norm. Like a lot of people act like black women don't like the same thing or don't want the same thing in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And her article just reinforced that. But on top of that, her article is just making it sound like we are this really weird, not even weird. I feel like weird is even a good term. Like we are this thing that, you need to learn about to be able to conquer. But even if you do that, you still have those steps that are, I don't even know how to explain it. It was just a disturbing article. And especially knowing that it was written by a Black woman was even more disturbing to me. Mm -hmm. 
I think because I would have expected that. What, from... what are some? Yeah, uh, I I just wanted to say, what are some things that you feel like? Um, how you would have written it better? How you? I can't even speak English right now. How you would have uh, write it better? Like how? What are the things that you wanted to change? Do you know what I mean? Like, um, I wouldn't have written an article about this to start with because right. it's just weird. Like. If you want to write an article about dating, write an article about dating about you dating. or simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or personal. Don't just make write... it personal, but don't make it general. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like this, it wasn't even general in a good way. It was just stereotypical bull crap. Like she was like, oh, don't touch my hair if you're dating me or my partner know that I sleep with a bonnet, like things like that. Like, what does that have to do with your overall relationship? Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't see the point. Especially or, like we now. All know I like extra spice in my food. Well, there are people that are black that don't like spicy food. Mm-hmm. And there are people that are not black that love spicy food. Like, it, it didn't make sense to me. Especially like now with the conversation about um, black women and bonnets. And like, should you wear a bonnet? outside or like you know and people are saying like you know you need to look presentable but look who am I looking presentable for like women do not dress up for the male gaze and I think that's where a lot of them fall short and and I think especially black women there's this expectation that we have to look a certain way in order to be desirable and I think that's what my problem was with the article is because you know, she wanted to make a certain kind of Black woman palatable to, like, white men. Because let's be honest, that's what the article, the article's written for white men that want to date Black women. And Oh, yeah, it definitely was. And she was in a relationship with a white man, too. So she, she was, like, from what I have learned from my relationship, basically, it was like, oh, this experiment that I'm doing, and this is what I have come to conclude. And this is why you should all do, because this is the way to go. Mm-hmm. And that's where it was kind of like problematic from my point of view. Um, yeah, just the whole article. And I just felt like, you know, also it's that policing of like, who should black women date? Oh, um, if you're going to date this certain type of person or black women should be staying within their own race. And like, it's almost like we don't really have the space to date whoever we want because nine out of 10 times, like because of those stereotypes that she listed in her article, we are deemed not desirable. Like we're deemed like, oh no, don't date her. She She has too much attitude or you need to know how to check my attitude or all of that. Like, it just didn't sit well. And I'm just like, not all Black women are like that. So Caribbean Black women are raised completely different than American Black women. And the same can be said for Black women on the African continent. Like, we all don't have the same cultural upbringings and understanding. We may share... um, we share an oppression, but our oppression looks very different and it manifests very different depending yeah. on the context. It's not, it's not the same thing. Yeah. But also so. that, 
make me think about the fact that can we even really date outside of our race? And what does that even look like ideally for you guys, for example? Because for me, the more I grow up, the more I'm just like, I, I don't know at this point. I'm, I'm always like open to dating outside my race. Um, but I think I've come to that like realization that like if I'm going to date anyone outside my race, they're going to have to understand that I move through the world differently as a black woman and whether or not they're going to be supportive and stand by me or are they going to play into those stereotypes? You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I see what you mean. I think um, I have no problem dating outside my race. Um, but also, like, when you actually think about it, like, it's just so hard in general. Um, because, like, even on the dating apps is, like, they never, like, the the people that you think you are going to swipe on, um they never swipe on you because I guess you don't fit that mold that they're looking for. So um, I don't know. I think about that a lot. <laughs> um, and it's very different, like here in the United States too. like a lot of people when they date outside their race, like there's also this certain level of like a specific look of black women that people tend to look for. Um, I actually, when you were talking, I actually was thinking about that. Mm -hmm. And I realized that even I do have the image in my head mm -hmm. of a specific look. Yeah. But then it doesn't, I guess it just bring another issue to the table, right? Like you're either going to date outside of your race for who you are or a lot of people I'm seeing are just compromising because they're in love, which is great. Like be in love or whatever. But at what point do you stop and think about who you are in a way? Because, okay, being a black woman is not the only thing that define me, mm -hmm. but it's still the way I am seen in the world. Right. So at what point do you draw the line between that aspect of you and dating or do you even uh, is it even possible to draw the line because i see a lot of people in interracial relationship but in also like black and black relationship where i see the black woman kind of having to erase herself or erase mm -hmm. things about her that make her a stereotypical black woman like for example people talking about an attitude like i see some women having to say in their dating profile or in Tinder, for example, oh, I don't have an attitude or mm -hmm. things like that. Or I even saw something, oh, I forgot to screenshot it, where this girl, she was black, it was on Tinder, and she basically said something along the line, like, I don't wear my bonnet outside. And wow, she said something about like, and I'm sassy from birth, so you you better just deal with it. And I'm like, what, what, what does that even mean? Like, right. Like, why are you even feeding into those stereotypes? And, like, it also changes people's perception as Black women, too. Definitely. Um, mm -hmm. I was, like, like, for example, I was telling you guys, like, I watched a movie 
about like black girlhood and what it means to define our own femininity and growing into our own sexuality. And I thought it was just so telling that like everyone just expected the 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 black girl to just be too grown. And like even like the over exaggeration of the only two black girls in the group, like how oh, well, in order for me to be accepted, I have to like twerk and I have to do this or I have to do that, you know? And I was just like, you know, you can't, in our minds, black girls have to grow up real fast because people don't view us in the sense of we're children, you know, when we're young. And so I think that also plays into like the difficulties that we have like dating as black women because like from young, there's always this perception of, well, I can't explore myself because then I would be deemed being too fast or too loose or, oh, I can't be out there gallivanting with all these different boys. Like you just couldn't be mm-hmm. a child. Yeah. And so. And you can't you can just be also a woman when you grow up. Like you can't just want what you want. I don't know for you, Melida, for example, but I know from, me, for example, growing up in an African household, although my parents are not like really typical, I always hear around me from other people like, oh, you're going to have trouble finding a husband because you're opinionated. Oh, you're going to have trouble finding a husband because you don't want to do so. And so, oh, why do you keep want to go to school? How would your husband feel if you're more educated? Like, it's a constant reminder of this, but then at the same time, they expect you to be on top of your game. It's like, at the end of the day, what do you want me to do? Like, do you want me to be this docile wife that stay at home and listen? Or do you want me to have a career and work? And they put this in your head so early on. Like, I don't know, even the first time, I can't remember the first time I heard this. And I thought it was over. I thought like our generation was learning from it and that we were not doing this anymore but I was talking to this little girl in my neighborhood the other day and she's like seven or eight mm-hmm. and I was like oh what do you want to do when you grow up and then she was like well I wanted to be a doctor but apparently it's better for me to be a nurse if I want to find a husband and I was what? like what what and she's <laughs> like I don't even think she's 10 why, why is she thinking about this Mm-hmm. and everyone it, thought it was normal you know they were just like oh ha 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 that's so cute no it's not cute it's not and like it goes back to like what I was saying about like we just view black girls not as children but we like adultify them we are like oh mm-hmm. like even like looking at like for instance um there's nothing wrong with you know having opinions for all that you might as well get a sex doll. She won't talk nothing. She just be there. So right. <laughs> I think for me, it's like, like even me growing up, like I felt like I like, yes, I had like a mom to talk to about these things, but most of my growing and understanding my femininity came from me exploring on my own and just exploring different things and like, you know, I didn't have time to be a, a kid because I had to do like adult things because mm-hmm. my mom was young 
when she had me and we basically were growing up together and we just didn't have that same like I didn't get to have a childhood where you're just carefree and there's nothing to worry about you know and it it's also worse because like I'm the oldest and I'm the girl so there is also that added responsibility of practically being mom number two so yeah I think I guess yeah go ahead that brings me actually to my question because like we don't have time well I'm not going to speak in general but I'm going to say it in general we don't have time to think about what we like and what is our Mm -hmm. love language Mm -hmm. and I was telling you guys the other day that apparently your love language is why you didn't get as a kid growing up from your parents or from the parental figure in your life. Mm -hmm. But then now that I'm thinking about it, does that mean that your love, even your love language depends on your surrounding? Like depends on your upbringing. Yeah. So we never win. (laughs) Yeah. So like, exactly. Like, so what, what do you actually love? Like, how do you even find out why you actually like in a person? if everything else depends on how you grow up. And I think that's the problem in and of itself, just in general with dating is like, we truly don't even know. Like I know um, I was talking about consistency. Like that's something I really didn't have growing up. And so like spending quality time, I would love that. Like, but as long as it's consistent, it's not like, oh, you're here one day, you're not here the next. Like, I just, and also just in general, just, like, if you're not feeling it, let me know. Like, I don't, and I think that's where most of my issues come from, too, because, like, I just find it hard to, like, trust people because of that. And, like, even, like, with certain other love languages, like gift-giving, I I love giving gifts, It's like, if I really care about you, I'll even put thought into the type of gift that I get you. But I don't like receiving gifts because in my mind, that means you want something in return. Like, you you know what I mean? So um, that's why Hmm. I I love receiving gifts. (laughs) Yeah, and I don't like it. Like, I feel, you know, that I get really weird about it. Um, and it's not on purpose. It's just growing up traditionally. We always had to like for birthdays, like, yeah, we would get some gifts or someday sometimes we wouldn't. And, um, I just never had that kind of consistency either. And I, and I really was starting to sit there and think, and I was like, maybe that's why like a lot of like relationships don't really work out for me is because like, even though that's what I crave. Like I crave consistency. I crave communication. Like I'm also scared of those things because I've never seen it before. Like even in like growing up and seeing the relationships um, around me and I'm like, the relationships around me are not good examples. Like, you know, um, definitely. I don't, I don't know any good relationship. You got. I feel like at this point, a lot of people that I know that are still together are together just because they have to at this point. Mm -hmm. 
it's like this meme that was on Twitter a couple of weeks ago. And then it was saying, if I'm 60 and you want a divorce, you're not getting it because what, like, what will I look like going back on the dating market at this point? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I know. watched a video too. Meme. And how did you feel about that? It was, it definitely um, felt like it was, um, wait, let me say that again. My first thoughts where if I want a divorce at any type of like at any point in my life I feel like I should be able to do it like Mm -hmm. even if I'm old Mm -hmm. so I don't know I didn't really agree with the video but it was funny I laughed so but I didn't really agree with even if um, I'm 90 if I'm tired of you I'm divorcing you I'm leaving (laughs) and if the person and if the person feels like he wants to part ways as well then yeah listen we can it's heartbreaking but okay i mean i'm not gonna force anyone into something that they don't want that's like the whole point of like you know like a marriage you agree upon something you both are comfortable um in that relationship so if one party feels like they're not then okay we should part ways and like i think like also like like going back to the um just like dating for black women like a lot of people they're like oh well we already know that you guys have limited options so like you get what you get and like i feel like a lot of women settle like black women settle because they feel like they aren't um able to find better I feel like I'm going to cause a lot of controversy with that statement, but like, I think. No, I totally, I totally agree. I can think right now, I cannot name name names, but I can think of at least 15 people, 15 girls that I know in my life that I'm like, oh my God, you deserve so much better. (laughs) You said. But because of the pressure and society, they had to settle, you know? And it's just so sad. But then also going back to the divorce thing, I also feel like a lot of Black women are less likely to divorce or to go through with a divorce because people keep telling them, but you're not going to find better. Mm -hmm. You're already lucky you have this one. Oh, it's going to be hard. Oh, it's not worth it. Oh, men are like that. He cheated on you, just deal with it. Like, you know what I mean? It's so. Oh, um, here sometimes you even hear, oh, he cheated on you. That means he's a really strong man. Like, that means he's a man. What? What the fuck? I've never yeah. heard that. Yeah. Oh, I've heard that. Uh, I will tell you guys more later about it because I can't expose the person here. But. <laughs> Ooh. I know someone you should, you should send it. Send it. With- in the group chat I'm, okay i would because you guys you know you have the i guess I, I won't i won't say who the person is but i know someone that cheated on Tell their me. wife and basically and basically when the wife went to her family to complain she was told mm-hmm. all men are like that and when she went to talk to the oh, guy family they basically told her she should be happy her man is cheating because it means he is a real man mm. 
Yeah, we and, the, and I feel like black women are also and I think black women are also expected to put up with a lot more, like like deal with a lot more when it comes to relationships, and it shouldn't be like that. Um, because listen, I'd rather be by myself than put up with anything in a relationship. Just put up with like straight nonsense, and like I know a couple of people do that. You know, I'm like, why? Why are you still in this relationship? You need to leave. Um, so um, and also just, yeah, I think it's like it's a matter of they feel like they don't, they're not gonna find any better. And that's the problem. Like we as black women have to be like, you know, put our foot down and say, like, we deserve better, we deserve the world. But according like to society, they say otherwise. And like this goes even deeper because, you know, for black women that are plus size, it's even harder because then men are going to say all these things about you for darker skinned black women. Hmm. They're going to they're going to be like, oh, you're not my type. I literally watched a video of this black guy darker then the girl that he said he would not date because she's too dark. Girl, I have a list that, of that people is... that say that. Um, I'm like, aren't you dark? I have a list. You should share it. Right now, and I can't wait for their children to learn how to read so I can send each of them a message telling them that before their dad used to say that they wouldn't date dark-skinned women and ask them how they feel about that. Yes, I'm gonna do that. I don't care if I traumatize the child. They need to know their father's past. That's traumatizing. I support this. I support this project, Esther. I heard it all, and I have a list of those guys too. Like I know their name, their last name. I'm coming for you all. Just wait. Yeah. That's sad though. But what can you do against internalized? anti-blackness right and i think that's the problem too like listen i ain't putting up with nada okay if you're not my son then no if you're not my little brother then no if you're not my nephew and if you're my son you you better not be on some ball i will drop you at the orphanage really quick you won't understand what's happening to you straight like don't don't play with me because mama raised you. Y'all know me. I'm just I'm just going to leave without saying anything. I'm just going to disappear. I disappear anyway on my regular on my regular <laughs> friends. Like, where's so- your mom? I don't know her. <laughs> Stay you tuned for our next know. episode where that is Melita's specialty. <laughs> what? Oh, it's not even on purpose, but you know, like I said what I said, like Honestly, if anyone want to try anything, I'm just going to disappear on your ass. You're not even going to see it coming. Interesting. <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> like, you will not Anyways, see yes. No, seriously, though. No, I just, <laughs> I feel like overall as black Because we're women, not putting up, yeah, we're not putting up with any bullshit. Yeah. Well, our generation uh-uh. is not putting up with anything. The past generations i don't know what they were on but um the like i have hope but i won't hold my breath 
Let's put it like I that. I do not have hope. Oh I'm my saying God. some shit. <laughs> I have no hope. I have hope. And I, I, I have no. hope that like as we continue to just grow and grow into embracing our um, sexuality and our bodies too, like that we as Black women know that like we are, we are great. We are beautiful and no one can tell us otherwise. And I think that's what, you know, is more important, like, especially like trying to survive the dating world as a black woman. Like, I'm just like, whatever, like whoever I end up with will be the right person for me or Mm -hmm. persons. We don't know. So (laughs) we don't know. Um, Exactly. That's how I personally, that's how I, tend to look at the dating scene now from my perspective um yeah that's a beautiful perspective Kaylin. that's a hopeful perspective that's so it's cute right oh my goodness but i'm a gemini so i'm literally neutral and i don't care about anything so <laughs> right um that but that was beautiful kayla i i really like that um perspective <laughs> Yeah, I try to be hopeful. Um, I don't know. I don't believe in the idea of the right person because that goes back to limiting myself to a person. But I just believe that we deserve better in general, no matter how many persons we want to be with. That's what I... Well, don't get me wrong. Some people are just shit, no matter if they're a Black woman or not. But I'm saying in general we shouldn't feel less desirable even to ourselves just because of our race or just because of the idea society have about us. Mm-hmm. That makes that makes sense. No, and Melita basically yeah. said she doesn't carry the way. I like that approach. I really don't. Well, <laughs> wait, it's not that I don't care that I'm treated right or I find the right person. It's just that I'm not going to force myself to put in the energy. Like I, mm-hmm. I just, whatever comes, comes. Like I'm not going to issue with some bullshit. I don't care. I would literally go to your ass. But uh, if you write for me, then great. Let's keep it going. So Melida you will make you doubt your own existence. Like sometimes I be thinking my phone is not working <laughs> because of her. So one I time you. we went like hours without responding to Esther and she was like, Does my phone work? Like, <laughs> bruh, like yeah. I'm busy. Like, <laughs> she was like, Okay, I thought I'm something so was wrong with my phone. <laughs> She was like, you guys, you know that I hate that. She was like, I texted you guys on Instagram and I texted you guys in the group chat and you didn't respond. She was like, I was about to send an email. I was like, you would have been doing the most. (laughs) I was ready to send an email. I was like, what's happening? And you know, is your phone off? Yeah, I was like, what is wrong with my phone? Why is no one texting me today? Like honestly, Esther is the one who puts in the you. most effort. We're not ignoring you. You put in a lot of effort for communication, and that is so so um 
commendable. Because admirable. I value communication. Admirable. I think exactly. communication is important in all good relationships. Mm-hmm. But right. I'm going to start ghosting you all too. And you'll see how important no. I am in your life. No, 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 no. See, here's the no, thing. No, I don't balance, go. I'm not ghosting. Right? I eventually respond. Melita, she go a whole right. day. And you be like, bro, why? A whole day? I was like, I know you got like 300 messages unread I, because Esther and I be having conversations. I know. <laughs> and every time I come back to my phone and, and I see like all the messages, I'm like, here we go. I see all the, uh, the blue dots like on the messages. I'm just like, okay, they definitely had a field day without me. <laughs> yeah, she just like, she could live off the grid. I, I feel that. Like, oh, Nothing's wrong with that. <laughs> Nothing's wrong with that. I just, I was like, dang, like she just did not respond. Like, did you not look at your phone? What? And then Esther, yo, Esther is hilarious. She was like, is my phone working? And we respond, yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah. because you guys didn't text me back. And I was like, oh, okay. Nah, we need a day. We need a day to celebrate Esther's communication communication skills honestly yeah, she I, her skills take the cake i'm telling you like the right. best skills see we like you esther the best skills. <laughs> but anyways you know. thank you thank you guys so much for listening to us yeah um, on that note you know we ended on some little ghosting and so you now know what the next topic is gonna be so stay tuned and yeah we'll you see ya. yeah all right bye bye